everybody. This is Rob. And this is Sarah. You're listening to How Much Do We Love? And this is episode number 96. Yes. Yay. Thank you for your patience. Here we are. We are. I finally have intranet in my own home. Yes. We've had many podcasting obstacles, like Rob being in rehearsal for a show and me being in... um, on the east coast instead of at my house and most importantly rob not having an internet connection for like what two weeks or something weeks uh i moved on the first and today is the 15th the 15th oh it was uh yeah i felt like i was fred flintstone i I don't know know what to do did you have to take your car to work with no wheels and run it with your feet and got unreasonably sized orders of ribs yes. at a drive that tipped my car over. Yes. God, having not not having the internet sucks. I literally found <laughs> that it, if I would take my laptop and go out on my front porch of, of the two flat, mm-hmm. you know, Greystone building I live in, that um, I could get someone else's internet. I was pirating. Yar. Arr, internet. So, um, and yay, I have internet, which also means I have cable today and also means the TiVo set up and it, oh, it's like back to school weather. I'm, it's so exciting. Back to school weather. It's the first year. I get more excited about this time of year than I do New Year's Eve. We've talked about this before. Yes. It's been a past topic. I love cardigans. I love sweater weather. I love back to school weather. I love skirts and tights and boots. Yes. I do. Yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, you know what I want to comment on, though, is that when we were talking about me moving and how I wasn't looking forward to it, mm-hmm. you said, well, it's you know, so great um, that you get to put everything in the right place and find the places for everything. Yes. And I remember when you said it, I was like, yeah, because I was thinking <laughs> in my head, but where I live now, everything is already in its place and I don't want to put it in a box and then put it in a new place. But I'm really enjoying right now. Everything is so organized. Like my spice rack Jealous. looks amazing. My my cookbooks are all organized, you know, according to author. Like oh. all the Ina Gartens and the Marthas are all grouped together. That's it's very awesome. satisfying. The I have a drawer just for Rubbermaid. Nice. Ladware like in this new place, which I've never had that in, in any of my apartments. And it's so satisfying. I look in there and they're all stacked up and all the lids are together. Oh, jealous. I don't even want to talk <laughs> about my Tupperware well, drawer. <laughs> well, my bears, man. <laughs> in the old apartment, it was right next. This is going to sound, this is going to gross most of our listeners out, but it was right next to the cat box. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so I never wanted to like bend down and organize it. So I would just open it and throw the gladware in and shut the door really quickly. Oh dear. And get far away from the cat box. That's now the, the cat box is in the spare bedroom and That's so good. the Rubbermaid organized. Everything's much better. Yay. Why can't we to see pictures? And I'm going to see it in person soon, which we'll talk Water. about in a little bit. Um, but wait, so you, the other thing that came along with getting uh, your internet connection, cable, which Yay. brings oh. me to um, we're just... Most wonderful time. Of the year. How much yes. do we love the new TV season? Have you ah. all made your spreadsheet? I haven't made a spreadsheet. <laughs> you haven't made I'm a grid? I haven't this year, but I did. I didn't make one last year, but I did use one to try to. You know, you guys know I'm a big TV dork, right? And so I like to record all the new shows and then 
delete that, you know, and then selectively yeah, unsubscribe. Them. But that way mm-hmm. you don't like four episodes in someone's like, have you been watching The Mentalist? And you haven't. And then it's the best show. And then I can't start with the fourth episode. No. You yeah. have to start with the first. So I'm very excited. The new ones are coming on, but we'll save that. Maybe in a few weeks, we'll do like a new show recap. Oh, that'll be fun. But then there's also the old shows coming back. Oh, the return. And some of and them. it's been so long. Uh, yeah. Oh. Pushing Daisies. Come on. I forgot what it looked like Pushing Daisies. I know. I love Pushing yeah. Daisies. Okay, but I've been enjoying in this hiatus of the the desert of the summer of having no television um, on Netflix, you know how we enjoy the uh, discovering a television show on DVD. Yes. One that I've known for a long time that I would enjoy, based on who has recommended it. But I finally gave in. Freaks and Geeks, people, it's so mm-hmm. good. And you know what? I knew it's it was canceled in the, for during the first season, so there's only something like 18 episodes. I knew when I started watching it that it was going to end, and I was going to be sad. And I'm trying to make it last. So normally I like tear it when I watched like five episodes of five seasons of House on DVD. I was watching them as fast as I could, right? With this, I watch everything of commentary. I watch every deleted scene. I watch the deleted scenes with commentary. I am maximizing my freaks and geeks value. That's how I was with the comeback. Yes, exactly. I had to savor every single minute and deleted scene and Valerie Cherish commentary. Oh, Valerie Cherish. You know, Jungle March, um, after we did that episode about the comeback, she sent me the DVD of the comeback. Oh, that's wonderful. She's the cutest. So Freaks and Geeks, it's just, it's really good writing. And the kids on it are great. Everyone on it is great. And it's super fun because, you know, it was on eight or nine years ago. So all these people are doing different things now. So it's really fun to see, you know, Wallace from Veronica Mars be like the random guy in one episode or Shia LaBeouf was the, was in a tiny part in one episode it's this little dorky kid but then and the regulars on it are so good it's James Franco and Jason Segel and Linda Cardellini and um uh Sarah Hagen it's I'm I'm obsessed with it so it's a little my little Netflix recommendation to you listeners freaks and geeks and um, also to you Rob Lindley put it in the queue I will. Okay. I will indeedy. I we've been without cable, so we've been doing lots of DVD mm-hmm. watching. And when we've been coming home from rehearsal, Doug and I are actually working together right now, which is rare and very enjoyable when we get to work together. But when we've been coming home, we're like, oh, I just want to watch a little bit of something. Yeah. So he dug out our DVD set of Arrested Development. Oh. Which I'm like, yeah, I've seen them all. I I swear to God, I was watching them like I've never seen them before because there's so much. That's a really great, smart show. Oh, gosh. And you, and you are who recommended that to me. And your exact words were, Rob, start watching this now. It's too smart. It's going to be canceled. Yes, and it was. Although it was three seasons, right? Yeah. That's not too bad. I, I You, Rob Lindley, will enjoy Freaks and Geeks. Okay. It's just interesting. And because a lot of the kids on it, it was their first. I know all this because I've watched like 75 hours of commentary now. all the commentary. A lot of them, it was their first. It was A lot of them was their first television show. And for a lot of them, really, their first professional acting gig. And that's kind of why they're so good. They make really interesting choices. You know, it's Judd Apatow. It's such, it's awesome. Seth Rogen is on it. And um, James Franco. Hello, Pineapple Express. It was actually watching Pineapple Express that made me decide that I really like James Franco. And then someone was said, well, you, of course, you used to watch Freaks and Geeks, right? No, I hadn't. So I put it in the queue. Okay. There you go, people. I'm sold. Freaks and Geeks. I'm sold. 
All right. Um, What's next? How much do we love? We never said that before in the earlier part of the episode. How much do we love Freaks and Geeks? Okay. How much do we love having a theme party? Oh, I love it. Right? Gives you something to do. Well, sometimes you get to wear an outfit <laughs> or a costume. Yeah. Or you I can, like an outfit. Yes, and you can create a festive or creative menu. A menu that, or if you're going to bring something, it's very yes. it's fun, uh, a healthy kind of competition of like, I'm going to bring the perfect thing. Yes. Um, enjoyable are such classics as the white trash party or like the redneck party. Enjoyable. So everybody loves sporting a mullet every now and then. Snicker salad. Oh, yes. Actually, my neighbor across the street enjoys wearing a mullet every day. Well, that's fun. And wearing um, a cutoff t-shirt and driving a pickup truck. He's awesome. Wow. <laughs> He's so great. He's like, like completely out of 1982. He's so awesome. I love him. Um, and I mean that sincerely. Well, my sister is the queen of the theme party, and they actually yeah. sometimes just make up ideas for theme parties, you know, just for fun. Mm-hmm. Don't actually have them. Um, like, are you familiar with durian? I don't think so. It's a fruit. That, oh, yeah. It's you talking about this. Yeah. It's from like Indonesia, Malaysia, somewhere over there. And it um, it apparently tastes very good, but it's just completely, completely revolting smelling. Like smells like dead people. Like it's really, oh. really, really bad. So they want to have a party called Endure the Durian. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like a durian tasting party. I don't know. It just I makes, love it. It just makes me laugh. They also do. You, did you watch Free to Be You and Me when you were a kid? I wasn't allowed. It was too liberal. Wow. Have you ever seen it? I have. Oh, good. As an adult. Yes. Yeah, so they... And finally shed tears that that Stephen had a doll. Oh, well, it, that's actually William. William, oh, William sure. wants a doll. So when he has a baby someday. Wow, I could do the whole thing. Are you good? He'll know how to dress it. Okay. Um anyway, so Free to Be You and Me was a big oh. hit in the at the in the Sarah household when I was a child with my sister. Marlo Thomas, right? Yes, Marlo Thomas and everyone in the world. Rosie Greer. God, it was good. So I had that album and we listened to it all the time. And my sister just was recently saying she wants to have a free to be you and me party, but it's Frida, like Frida Kahlo. And everybody <laughs> has to come dressed as Frida Kahlo. And like, they're... so it's I'm free to be you and me. Exactly. So as someone with bad grammar having. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Perfect. And there'd be an eyebrow station at the door. Perfect. Yeah. To fill in. Enjoyable. And then, you know, what's also fun. <laughs> The murder mystery dinner party. Have you ever done one of those? No, but you tell me that you are starting to get into these. Well, no, that's an exception. I did one. You did one? I think you did more than that. You were well, like buying. We, it was fun. So I bought okay. some more to do more. But now you're making me sound like some weird enthusiast of something lame. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> you were like, oh, you're getting into that whole. That whole playing murder <laughs> mystery. I'm like, no, no. That whole Magic the Gathering yeah, dinner no. party. There's no 16-sided <laughs> dice involved. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, so these murder mysteries, usually you buy it. It's a little kit. And usually they're for maybe eight people, you know, four men and four women. And, and there's a premise. And you assign as the host, you would assign. And there's a character breakdown. And you figure out who's going to play what character. And you send out these invitations that tell the people what their character is with costume suggestions and give them sort of a little premise of what the evening is. And then everybody arrives in their outfit 
and then maybe you can plan a dinner with different courses to coincide. And then the way they work, I mean, they're all different, but usually you sort of, you have these paper clues and you have to reveal them at certain times. It's very conversational. You don't have to like act, um, but it's super but fun. You could, you could totally act. There was one guy who spoke in an accent the whole time That's at this delicious. last party. It was pretty delicious. And, um, People just went to town with their outfits. What with my one friend Rob, we, I gave him kind of like the lame easy part because I had heard he was sort of balking at having to wear a, co a costume, and ours took place in I don't know like 1930s or 40s France on a train. You know, I was a countess or something or other, and someone was a you know like British pilot, all kinds of kooky stuff. So he was like an architect or I can't remember something. He is supposed to have like a suit and a portfolio or a briefcase. He shows up in this suit and he's just not a suit wearing person. Oh, you know who this is? This is a uh, brick shirt Rob from that Kathy Griffin episode. Just about to say, yes! we, still haven't we still haven't done an update about your friend Rob being on. Oh, Kathy Griffin. I forgot you, Kathy, you Kathy Griffin. Here's the update. People who watched the Kathy Griffin, my life on the D list. Remember Rob in the brick shirt on the, the dating episode. That's one of my best friends. The polo segue whole episode. Yeah, the one who gets fixed up with Kathy's friend and is awesome and adorable. That's my friend Rob. So he shows up at this party. He's completely like part, parted his hair way on the side and slicked it down. And he's wearing a mustache. Like full, full spirit gum theatrical mustache. Of it. Like he'd gone to his and a suit and a portfolio. He walked in and we died. And I just imagined him driving down, you know, the 10 miles down the highway with that <laughs> mustache on. Oh, it was so good. It wasn't quite as good as your mustache from. Oh, well, mine was real. So that's true. This was just hilarious. I, Everybody looked so funny. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, I could report in the show that I'm doing now, there's no facial hair. Excellent. In fact, it's it's uh, it's set in 1963, so it's very clean cut. I keep imagining that I look a little bit like Don Draper from Mad Men. There are worse people to look like. Not quite that hunky, but Jesus I have his haircut gosh. right now. Nice. Well, I'm excited to see you because wait, well, let's. Do you have other theme parties that you have had? Well, I was just saying that I honestly was thinking about this. It's uh, that it's interesting that this became our topic because I had been thinking about. Um, Doug and I, uh, our first date was watching the election results come in four years ago. Mm -hmm. So I've been thinking that I wanted to have a party. You guys know how to party. <laughs> well, we, it was more that like we went out on our first right. date and we were kind of, um, we were being shy and didn't, we didn't want to like fast forward, you know, it was our first date. Right. And, um, but we wanted to like stay up together. Like we wanted to like just hang out. Yeah. So we ended up like pretending that we were both very into politics, which neither of us are. <laughs> so we were just staying glued to the television, watching results and like flirting with each other. That's... So it's kind of, it's kind of <laughs> pathetic and kind of lovely. It's kind of adorable. And it was in that little tiny apartment. I had that studio apartment on yeah. Bryn Mawr. You know, I so, never anyway. saw that apartment. Nobody, hardly anyone did. It was like a hotel room. In fact, most hotel rooms are bigger than that apartment was. Anyway, I've been thinking about having a party this year um, on election night again. Ooh. And we would be like our anniversary party, but we'll only have this party every four years. And But I want to call it the wig party. That's wig with an H. Yes. But we, everyone has to wear a wig. Oh, that's good. And I want like every kind of wig. That's good. Wouldn't that be fun? 
Yes, a friend of mine in um, Chicago for years would do a big New Year's Eve party every year. And it often was a theme, but usually sort of very generic, like pink or black and white. And one year it was hats and hair pieces. I think I've seen pictures of this party. You have. There might be some pictures of me on Facebook from that party. Was Wearing it Susan? A... Yeah. 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 And uh, our friend. She throws a good party. She does. I don't know. I don't know if she still does it. She still I don't know about party. New Year's Eve. I don't, I don't know. know. Those were some, but that was a good one. Hats and hair pieces because people went to town, man. And you don't That's have to do a whole idea. costume. You can really just focus on, you know, from the yeah. eyebrows up and you're good. And wigs are just fun. And there's so many places to go and just buy ridiculous wigs. Or you could get a really realistic, completely fabulous wig, you know, like a. Like, like your black one that you wore yes. for many, many years. <laughs> you know, my hair. And in a play once. <laughs> and in a play, yes. It's like a black, super um, angular, very. Uh, blunt, to me, it's Madeline Kahn in Clue. That's that is that exactly what it is. <laughs> and I look, look good so in that wig. <laughs> you still do, I'm sure. You know, my hair is completely black right now. It looked very dark in the video that you posted. Yeah, I it was also nighttime. But no, it's full on black. I There's no red in it at all, but I'm probably going to put the red in before I come to Chicago in a couple of weeks. So let's talk about that. For another theme party. Yes. Um, first of all, I want to say if you guys have theme parties, I have a feeling our, our listeners are a creative bunch and have had some oh. awesome parties. Please send us some photos and tell us about... Your outrageous theme parties. Podcast at howmuchdowelove.com. But speaking Pictures of theme are parties. Yeah, we love picture photos. Picture photos. Party. <laughs> we like picture photos. We like party <laughs> photos. I have jet lag. I'm just saying. You do. I just got back from our nation's capital. By coast. I'm very tired. Um, <laughs> okay, so remember how we talked about method? Yes. And how much we love them? I just went and bought some method toilet bowl cleaner today. Nice. Well, it turns out that they love us. And so through a sort of random series of events, it turns out that they have um, are going to be hosting a How Much Do We Love listener event, or sponsoring it rather, in Chicago. And so Chicago listeners, here's the deal. It is going to be Monday, October 6th from 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, and the location... It's on a screen that I can't see. It's going to be at 2034 North Halstead. But here's the thing. It's a limited uh, number of people that we can have. So if you're interested in coming, you need to send an email to podcast at howmuchdowelove.com as soon as possible. And we'll let you know if you have made the cutoff. Yeah, we're talking do it really, really soon. Um, but but it's going to be an upcycling party. For, we're going to learn eco-crafting. And we have, a, we have a celebrity host. Yes. Danny Seo is our celebrity crafting host. He apparently craft- is this, um, he's really cute. He's Have you seen him? Very cute. I watched some of his videos on YouTube. Yeah, super cute. He's apparently like the, the sort of the, like the Martha Stewart of green living. He's, he's all about um, uh, living an eco-friendly life. So he's going to, and we're all about that too. So he's going to host this thing with us. And apparently he is a hoot. Yeah, well, I'm very excited about it. And the the people at Method are going to um they're 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 sponsoring our yeah, event. Yeah, they're throwing the whole thing. We just have to then they're they're bringing me in from California. So, any excuse to come see Robbie and come see you guys, I am down with that. But Method is not there's no they're not paying us, they're not giving us anything. They're no. just doing this party for us. There's no pressure. They're not going to be sold anything. They're just um 
they were just getting the word out. So yeah, if, if you're not interested in crafting, do not be alarmed. I don't think this is going to be some like super fancy art workshop. It's just going to be fun. Are there cocktails involved? You know, I don't know. We're going to investigate that. And we're going to find out. I'm going to guess there's got to <laughs> be some kind of refreshments if it's from 7 to 10. I would hope so. Yeah. We don't even really know too much about it, which is um, kind of fun. That's kind of We're just going to show up and be there. And we hope you will, too. So, once again, podcast at howmuchdowelove.com. Let us know really soon because, limited, limited. yeah, this is, this is a pretty small amount of people that can come. And I think we have enough folks in Chicago to fill it up. So, yeah. let us know. It's very exciting. Now, and last but not least, yes, it's like drum roll time. Um, just <laughs> two, as two it's time later. to put on your, yeah, just as it's time to start putting on your uh, fine gauge cardigans and um, thinking about the college football season, as you and I do quite often. As we do, I'm thinking all about the time. it right now. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> let you know who finally about our summer cocktails. Yay! And here's why it's taken us so long. We so had many. so many entries. It was awesome. And we're so glad. So, we're so grateful. So grateful and super fun. And unfortunately, we couldn't make any of them goal, together this year. So that was sad. I think our goal next year is that we should maybe put out the call for entries in the spring so we can announce them in the summer so everyone can enjoy them. And these, yes. All these cocktails, though, could be enjoyed year-round. Any cocktail, really. Oh. Let's get right down to it. Let's get down to it. I mean, if, if, look who you're talking to. There was a lot of delicious ones that involved heavy cream, which frankly is... So good this time well, of year. And you guys were so great about trying to f- send stuff that you knew Rob and I would like. Don't think we didn't notice mm-hmm. all of the s- entries with sparkling wine and all of the photos and the touches of fancy. So um, we're not going to go through all of them now, but I'm going to make a little web page and put all the ingredients up. And I'll put it up in the next couple of weeks and I'll post it on how much do we love. And I'll, I'll mention it on the show when it's up. But we, we want to announce we have um, we had four prizes Yes, so, so we have four winners. Yes. Um, so do are we calling them like fourth through? Yeah. The Although they're okay. not really, I mean, they're not really one, two, three, four. But they're all the winners. But we did assign prizes and some. Yeah. And we had sort of one big prize. So I would. So we have a really cute martini shaker. And yes. that is going to Jennifer, the creator of the Cherry Pink. Hmm. Now, what's fun about this is that she actually – this is from um, Jennifer at veganlunchbox.com. You guys should oh, check yeah. her out because she has a really cool site about um, packing vegan lunches for your kids and eating healthily. And she made a super cute web page um, that I will put a link to. And she came up with a really delicious drink that I enjoyed with a bunch of friends. And she knew we were love. Um, she knew that I'm digging sparkling wine a lot. So this one, we're not going to give you the full recipes, but this one involves sparkling wine and pink lemonade and cherry brandy. So it's very festive and very pink. And Jennifer, um, send us your address. I'll send you an email. But um, we want to send you a martini shaker. Congratulations. Hey. Cheers. And our dear friend and listener, um, Chase, from right here in Chicago, um, sent us a great video. A video. an amazing video of his um, of his cocktail, which is called the Sweet Secret Cocktail, and that involved pineapple juice and vodka. And again, he's been listening. He topped it off with some champagne that's got a little bit of a fizz to it. And then he um, he actually made this for me in person. I was over at his house. Um, one that's time. right. You've gotten to know him 
because he's a yeah, listener, I've gotten right? to know him because he's a listener and he invited me to like his housewarming. He and his partner moved here a while ago. They used to I used to call him Chase from DC. Chase from but, DC, yeah, that's what he was on the forum. Yeah, um, but uh, he moved here and so they finally had a a condo warming and I got invited and I had he had just sent in his video and I'm like, come on, let's let's see it, make it now. <laughs> and, and he yeah. um I met him, he came to the last time which we love listener meet in Chicago. He did. During a snowstorm. I hope he comes to our next one. So a had- Chase, you're gonna win an amazing <laughs> lampshade. Um, from Honeysuckle Creations, um, which is uh, the the business um, of our our listener and friend Courtney in Omaha, it's a really cute little lampshade made out of old photo slides. Yeah, vintage and slides. They're really cute. Really cute. Sarah and I both have one, um, courtesy of, of Honeysuckle Creations and Courtney, and she's awesome. You and guys should check out her stuff at honeysucklecreations.etsy.com, uh, right? Yes, yes. that's it. Um, and she donated this super cute thing. And, you know, when you've had a lot of cocktails, you might you put a s- lampshade on your head. Right, so it's perfect. And this one is, is, is fashionable. It's fashionable. So, um, Chase, send us... Um, Send us all your Send us your info. info, and we'll get that sent out to you. So um, our next prize is a um, Tasty Jewelry certificate um, from tastyjewelry.com. And this goes to our awesome listener, Kay, who this was her second year um, submitting stuff. A lot of people actually submitted mm-hmm. both years. And Kay is who graciously introduced us to Blood Orange Bitters, which has now become like a staple in my household for the last year. Yes, and Kay, we learned about that last year. And I believe she was an honorable mention last year. She was because she did the Gettysburg, the Gettysburg, which I still make. It's like a Manhattan except with um, the Blood Orange Bitters and Cointreau in it. Not just vermouth. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, she sent us two recipes, um, one called the Barcelona, which involved limoncello, watermelon juice, port, and blood orange bitters, and then you top with Prosecco. Sparkle. We like that. And she Mm -hmm. also um, suggests making the watermelon juice into ice cubes, preferably in fun shapes. So again, Someone's she's clearly a listener. Mm-hmm. But the one that I was most interested in and the one is most yummy to me is the one, the, the Merida. The Merida? How do you say that town? Merida? I, I think Mar- it's Merida. That's my guess. It's limoncello, cantaloupe juice, and oh. blood orange bitters. Cantaloupe. And Dad's once again, top with Prosecco. Nice. And garnish with a mint leaf. Oh, See, everything about that sounds refreshing and yummy. And I'm ready to make that one tonight. All right. So-, so, Kay, you've got a $50 gift certificate from TastyJewelry.com. And everybody else, you should also just go to TastyJewelry.com. Um, our listener, Diane, uh, makes amazing With- stuff. And she's keep, she make, keeps making more and more cool things. She has a lot of um, stuff for the home now. And yeah. for kids. Cute little and barrettes. Yeah. Get ready to start doing some holiday shopping there. Oh, right. I'm just saying. All right, and then our big last, winner. our big winner, a winner of an iPod Shuffle, goes to listener Austin for his drink called the White Spaniard. Oh, now he exactly. went to town here, right? So he, this, this, um, really 
the town. He put a lot of work into this. He did. Oh, no. I just went to click on the window and I closed it. Come back. Where did you? What just happened? I've got it in front of me. Okay, no, I've some. got it again. Sorry. Oh, that was a disaster. Um, so this is a drink that uses um, a liqueur that I was not familiar with, which is now my favorite liquid on earth. I had not. I've tried it once because it used to. Be, I used to serve it at a restaurant that I worked at. Yes, it's liqueur forty three, quarante tres, and oh my goodness, it's delicious. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's so good. It's like um. Uh, it's, it's, it's herbal, but it has a little bit of vanilla and a little bit of citrus. And mm-hmm. I guess the, the most it's more common... like, almost like zest. Like it doesn't taste yeah, like no, just vaguely citrus, but it goes really well with citrus, but it also goes well with creamy. And that's why this drink is so good. So what sort of the most traditional way to drink this, I guess it's one of the most popular, um, liqueurs in Spain and mm-hmm. is, it, um, you have it over ice with milk and I made that one night after i bought all the stuff for the contest and it is now my favorite drink i believe we it, were chatting online that night and you just kept like all like, caps holy mother yeah like all caps to, oh my god i might have 43 one 43 in milk i might have one in a few minutes i had a girl it is um it gives the mother's milk a run for its money rob uh mother's but milk Austin's drink is that he called the white Spaniard because it's kind of his variation of a white Russian. And it includes um, citrus vodka, uh, 43, milk and orange juice, preferably blood orange juice and ice. And you blend it. So it's like a delicious, boozy creamsicle. Yeah. It's like orange Julius with a kick. Yes. And then you you top it with whipped cream flavored you can spike it with a dash of the 43 and he likes to spike to add a little bit of rosemary that's really really fancy that's a super and he you know he even recommended we use our whipped cream dispensers that he knows we have um yeah so this was delicious i made it for a group of folks and everybody sucked those babies back and um he also recommends garnishing it with a wedge of blood orange the whole thing is very spanish um Oh, it's so good. And what he, he wrote something very funny in the thing. He said, I figured you could both get some good use out of your pressurized whipped cream maker things. For me, the best part of the drink is actually sipping the drink underneath the cream until you get it down to the end and you get the awesome boozy reward. How much, <laughs> how much do we love a boozy reward? Uh, they're playing tonight at the elbow room. Yes. I also liked when he was giving the instructions and uh, you know it was like top with whipped cream, blend, and he was, felt like, he was self-conscious that it seemed very self-explanatory. And he said, I sort of feel like the person who has to put the directions on Pop-Tarts right now, since you've both made a few cocktails. <laughs> With a wink. Yes. It just cracked me up. So, Austin, please send us your address and we will send you a fancy new um, iPod, iPod Shuffle. Shop. We had so many good ones. And we oh, honestly... There's so many more good ones that we didn't even mention. Before we even started recording, we had to talk for at least... 25 minutes of yeah. going through all of them and um so Maybe we want to 26 any like any any special people we there's a lot of people we should give it's hard shout just, outs i want to give a shout out to listener ned for having the the um a very creative drink that in it, it included um acai berry liqueur and also blueberries which are two very uh healthful um antioxidant ingredients or at least acai berries are i don't know how much you know the acai that's like yeah. a new miracle fruit and so yeah. he called his drink the alco oxidant 
Love it. Come on. And we made it. It was that was also delicious. Bridget um made Bridget. Yes, we had two Bridgets it's actually. Bug. Yes, she she remembered the horror of the night that the ridiculous stink bug appeared on my floor and uh made a fancy creation um would be green. Uh, there was a delicious hard lemonade with a touch of fancy from Chris. Yes. There was the gingerific float from the other Bridget. I liked that one a lot because also it uh, she she had said that it should be best served in a world of fun, oceans of fun, unlimited refill souvenir cup. Yes. But if that's not readily available, perhaps the glass featuring Penny from the Rescuers would suffice. Yes, because she knows. She's got your number. She knows that I have the Rescuer glasses, which I found out that I'm only missing two. Which one? Just put it out there. Which one? I did. I'm missing the cat. And um, the big seagull who was voiced by Buddy Hackett, whatever that guy's name Oh, is. yeah. What was the seagull's Oh, and Medusa. Name? I'm missing three. Oh, dear. Three. All right. Listeners, can you help Rob out? Do you know where he can get those? Diane, our donator from Tasty uh, Jewelry? Jewelry, sent me an eBay link, but it was for the whole set. I don't mm, want the whole set. That's tough. Um, so if you're at... Just, I'm not saying go on eBay. I'm saying if you're at a tag sale, you're at a junk shop, and you see a rescuer's glass, just buy it and... Throw it in the mail to me. Sounds good. Or don't throw it. Wrap it carefully. Wrap it then... in bubble wrap and then gently <laughs> place it in the mail. Um, I would like to also say Bjorn, who was one of last year's winners, sent in two uh, delicious recipes. Oh That's um, a bubbly. Yeah, you guys were so good about using ingredients we like. And uh, Courtney, who was also um, our Honeysuckle Creations uh, donor, An artist. sent us one called The Marble Fawn. Which is in reference to my favorite movie of all time, Grey Gardens. Yes. And which features a lot of turbans, which yes. is one of our very first topics here at How Much Do We Love. So all of those things are bonus points. And basically, oh, at so the end, good ones. she says that we should mix the rum and Caraco um, with a fork, pour it into a mason jar on the <laughs> rocks, of course. Pour in the Baileys and drink up. It goes well with turbans and ground maneuvers. <laughs> it was a tongue-in-cheek entry. The, the ingredient. It was not a cocktail to actually be enjoyed. I don't think. I I, I would. I think you I would, would try it. Really? I had a turban. Interesting. You know that Peter Paul and Mary song? If I had a turban, I did. I would turban it I'd in the turban morning. Turban it. In the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm turban it right now. Not really. I wish I yeah. was. No. I'm wearing a headset. It's difficult. What if we just had a turbinate party? That's a good theme party. Maybe I'll wear hey, a turbinate people, at the method party. I was going to say, anyone who, might, shows I up, might. anyone who shows up at the method party with a turban, you win. You win. Just in we're going to give you We're going to give you all the method wipes you could okay. ever use. All right. We got to wrap it up. We're running very long here. Well, it was a special it was, episode. There was so much. All right, so we, and how, we're gonna we're gonna do some more revving up to big one hundred. Yeah, we're gonna maybe hope that. Our, well, now, frankly, I think we're past one hundred episodes because I don't number the videos. But we're gonna go f- try to have maybe episode one hundred. Um, we'll take a little bit of um, video at the party. Excellent. And I'm telling you, if you're wearing a turban, you are definitely gonna be in that video. Yeah, and you can wear sunglasses if you don't want to be recognized. It would be a perfect compliment to the turban. I it's feel big. like. 
yes. Jackie O glasses. <laughs> when I feel like when I met Chase from DC, he was wearing some sort of fancy silver sneakers. He was. Don't you Very. think he just based on that, I feel like he could pull off a turban. Oh, I think most of our listeners who would come <laughs> to this party can pull off a turban. That's true. Okay. Even Exciting. if you get the one from 7-Eleven. Because 7-Eleven sometimes has them right next to the cash register. They do. This is episode one, people. This is old school. Literally episode one, more than two years ago. Um, okay. So let's recap. How much do we love Freaks and Geeks? How much how yeah. excited are we about the new television season? How much do we love theme Summer parties cocktails. oh theme parties send us your theme party photos and ideas how much do we love our cocktail contest winners jennifer chase Kay, and austin as well Woo-hoo. as all of our other entrants yes and how much do we love that i get to see you in chicago in a couple weeks god i can't even stand it i can't wait i get to see rob's show we're gonna do Yay! it's gonna be awesome so Please let us know right now. Stop what you're doing. If you're in Chicago or if you want to come to Chicago and come to this event on on October 6th. It's a Monday. A Monday night. Actor schedule. That's my night off. Yes. Um, let us know right now. Yeah. Because we don't want to have to turn people away. So, and spots are filling up. I can't wait to see all of you guys. And we will see you next time, right? Yay. Episode 96. In the can. In the can. <laughs>